Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day from Movement. Whether your mom is into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, Movement has something she'll love. And right now, everything at Movement is up to 50% off site-wide during their Mother's Day sale. A watch is a gift that celebrates all the time you spent with mom. And a Movement watch is even more than that. Movement uses industry-leading materials for their fresh modern watch designs, from technically complex ceramics to vintage-inspired style, all for an incredible value your wrist and wallet will both love. And with one-size-fits-all convenience and fast-free shipping and returns, it's a stress-free shopping experience. Save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with Movement. Get up to 50% off site-wide during their Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com. Hello, friends. I'm your host, Chris Thrill. I'm a former Royal Marines commando. I've adventured for better and sometimes worse across 80 countries on all seven continents. Welcome to the Bought the T-Shirt podcast. Hello friends. So today I'm just going to talk about uh, how I ended up in the Royal Marines Commandos. So the world's toughest uh, infantry force, actually an amphibious force, but it's the toughest infantry training in the world. So if you join the military anywhere in the world, the Royal Marines 32 weeks of training I went through is uh, notably the hardest. So, who am I? I'm Chris Thrall. I'm the author of Eating Smoke. It's the memoir of how I became addicted to crystal meth in Hong Kong and ended up working for the Hong Kong triads. And I was deeply in uh, what they call clinical psychosis. So, quite an interesting story if you if you like that sort of thing. So, how did I join the Royal Marines? I grew up with a, a guy called Dan and Dan and I Dan was quite Dan and I had quite a rivalry I suppose you could say it was a friendly rivalry but he used to spur me on to do things that I probably would never have normally considered um, I, we went on holiday together when we were I think like 19 or something we went to New York just had an absolute blast meeting girls and taking them for dinner on top of the what what was the world trade center the old world trade center and dan and i left school neither of us passed hardly any exams and dan's dad was a sergeant major in the commandos which is the royal marines the royal marines commandos and he'd been in the falklands war he was kind of iconic a bit of a hero in the forces and he said of his uh, falklands experience I took down boys and I brought back men. So Dan, with his uh, options limited, he decided he wasn't going to do university and all this sort of thing as he planned. He was going to go on the three-day potential recruits course. Now, this is a three-day course. It's a full-bore introduction to Royal Marines training and Royal Marines life. It's done over the course of um, 72 hours as I said and it's done it takes place at Limston Commando which is where 
all the commandos train. So Dan had gone on this course, and I should say, this is just to get into the Royal Marines. So before doing this, you've got to go to the recruiting office, you've got to prove yourself in an interview, you've got to do pull-ups. If you make the grade, so out of every thousand people that walk into the recruiting office, approximately 30 will end up with a green beret, just to show you how difficult this is. So Dan had done the recruiting office, he'd done the pull-ups, he'd done his interview, and he'd gone on to Limston. And he was doing the three-day course just to get into training in the Marines. So this isn't training, this is just to see, you know, are you a good investment? Do you show the commando qualities? Things like cheerfulness under adversity, um, tenaciousness, you know, basically it's all about your tenaciousness. They're not looking for for supermen and the world's fittest guys. Like like they always say, if you're an Olympic athlete and you try and join them, you'll probably fail because it's a different kind of uh, a different kind of toughness. So Dan went on this three day course. They put him through hell, not just interviews and 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 tests and this sort of thing. But the first day they make you fall backwards off the the five-meter high diving board. It might even be 10 meters. It was a while ago, obviously, I did it. They they make you just stand on the edge of the diving board and you've got to fall backwards wearing boots and boots and a uniform and webbing pouches with two bricks in. And you just fall backwards off that diving board and you smack into the water at a hell of a rate and then you've just got to recover yourself. And they're just testing to see if you've got bottle, right? So that's that's the start. You then swim for an hour in the pool, which for rubbish swimmers like me or I was back then, I'm 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 getting better at swimming now. I can swim swim a few miles now in one go. Back then I was pretty rubbish. They have you swim for a mile, um, a mile, about a mile, about an hour in the pool. So you're swimming a, across, doing whips, various sort of exercises. You then do gym sessions, which is all based on the United States Marine Corps' um, requirements. So it's 50 press-ups, something called burpees, which you might be familiar with, pull-ups, sprints, more sprints, then more sprints. And on the subsequent days, you you have to run a mile and a half wearing boots, wearing your boots and your, your combat jacket. You have to do that in about under 11 minutes I think it was and you also run the assault course which is got to be one of the toughest assault military assault courses in the world it's it's funny how running an assault course which takes you about 13 minutes is equally as hard as marching 30 miles speed marching I should say 30 miles across Dartmoor which is like a rugged national park we have in the uk um it's funny how the two things can get you equally as ball bags you know so you run the assault course and then you do the endurance course the endurance course is two and a half miles of of, of course up up in the highlands and it's interspersed with underwater tunnels so so when i did it they're all corrugated iron tunnels that go deep underground and they carry on for anything up to 200 meters and they're all caving in at parts and to make matters worse they've got rivers running through them 
and you and in training for real you're carrying a weapon and you've got all your fighting order on um you're literally like that you've got that much air to try to squeeze yourself through so it's you know pretty claustrophobic when you've done that two and a half mile course you have to then run four miles back to camp although on our potential recruits course we we ran a mile and then they surprised us by having the transport there waiting for us which is not something that happens a lot in in the corps as we the royal marines corps so anyway dan comes home off this course and he is full of it he's been on that course he was with a welsh rugby player um you know he's with all these guys that really worked hard to pass and out of the 33 people he went on that course with he was one of the three to pass it so this is this is the level of uh, arduousness we're looking at, right? And he came to see me. I was living homeless in my car. So uh, I'd not had the easiest of childhoods. Not a feel sorry for me story. I wouldn't have it any other way. But, you know, I went through things that yeah, kids shouldn't really have to, have to go through. Anyway, who cares? I digress. So... What I'm trying to say is, is like, I wasn't a guy you tell what I can and can't do. I wasn't nasty. I wasn't like a bully or anything like that. But I really I kind of had a bit of angry man syndrome. You know, it's like, you don't tell me what I can and can't do. You haven't lived my life. So Dan came back and he's like, there I am homeless in my car. I've got got my stereo like piled up on my duvet and the speakers are, are uh, oh, the speakers are up to the roof of the car and he says yeah i've just passed the royal marines prc um and then he looked at me and he said well of course you couldn't do it chris and i turned around and said you want to bet so that was it i'm actually writing about this in my book because some of you know i ran a thousand miles non-stop last year carrying like a full bergen which is a full uh, rucksack so 14 kilo rucksack. I ran an ultra marathon a day for a thousand miles the length of Britain to, to raise awareness of this uh, alarming level of veteran suicide we've got at the moment. And in the book that I'm writing, I'm talking about how I accidentally joined the Marines. And what I did is I, I turned around to my friend Dan and said, I, I can join, you know. And... Um, and I went for a mile run around something where I used to live at a place called Helmston in Dartmoor. It's a fictitious name, by the way, because it's it clashes with my other memoirs that I've written if I reveal sort of too much details about that place. But anyway, I ran a mile around something called the Helmston Rock. And it was a hard, one of the hardest things I had to do. And I refused to stop under the proviso, if I can run this mile without stopping, I'm going down the recruiting office on Monday and joining the Marines. And that's what happened. I hung in there. I was dying. I managed to run this this mile without stopping. And on the Monday after, I think it was Christmas holidays, I went to the recruiting office and I said, I'd like to forward an application to join the Royal Marines. And the only reason I was saying that nonsense is that's what Dan told me you're supposed to say. <laughs> he said, OK get up on that pull-up bar. So I jumped up on this pull-up bar and I just knocked out 29 pull-ups. And he said, right, okay, get down, get down. I thought, oh no, I failed it, haven't I? I bet other lads do like 50 or something like that. Turns out 
the average that people do in the recruiting office is like four or five pull-ups. And I'd just done 29, and I think this guy was a bit, this sort of old sergeant major was a bit bit gobsmacked, you know. So that was it. Um, sent me off to my PRC, my potential recruits course. Got called into a room. There was, uh, there was about 13 of us in the room. Sent, in fact, the 15 started the course. Five got medically discharged because they either got broken or they just couldn't handle it or they couldn't climb the ropes, for example. So there's 10 of us, about 10 left in that room. So right, he said, uh, seven of you gentlemen, if you could go outside, please. And we went outside and we're just looking at each other. And we failed, man. We failed it. And I absolutely just gutted, distraught, you know. I had to prove to my family, this is what young men do. They prove themselves, right? There's a, a lesson there for... Uh, anyone listening to this, you know, we prove ourselves by doing extreme things like uh, joining the military to, to go off and kill other young men who are trying to prove themselves, right? So uh, anyway, I digress, but I'm outside this room thinking, damn, I failed it. I've got to go back. My family are going to say, yeah, I told you so. You're not worth anything. And I'll be humiliated. And these three guys came out and they'd obviously been told not to say anything to us and they just walked straight past. We're, oh, see you, fellas, you know. They went down to the train station. Said, okay, gentlemen, enter. And this colour sergeant just looks at us. He said, right, pat yourselves on the back. You've all just joined the Royal Marines. Absolutely one of the best moments of my life. You know, got a few good moments. Passing my driving test was good. When I became a, an aeroplane pilot, you know, that that was good. Uh, running a thousand miles, well, that was, that was okay, you know. I think things dull as you get older, don't they? You take them all in your stride or you should learn to. Passing that Royal Marines potential recruits course was way better than passing out of the 32 weeks of commando training itself and getting my Green Beret. Just that three-day course, I'll never forget it. I went home. I was the happiest man you can you can ever imagine. So, stay tuned in the next video. I will uh, tell you a bit about Royal Marines training, maybe, or certainly going to tell you another story. Thank you, friends. Friends, thank you for listening to the Bought the T-shirt podcast. Please like, subscribe, and share. And don't forget to follow me on social media. Username Chris Thrall. Instagram Chris.thrall. Thank you. Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time tested gift around a watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether your mom is into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, Movement has something she'll love. And right now, everything at Movement is up to 50% off site-wide during their Mother's Day sale. A watch is a gift that celebrates all the time you spent with mom. And a Movement watch is even more than that. Movement uses industry-leading materials for their fresh modern watch designs, from technically complex ceramics to vintage-inspired style. All for an incredible value your wrist and wallet will both love. And with one-size-fits-all convenience and fast free shipping and returns, it's a stress-free shopping experience. 
Save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with movement. Get up to 50% off site-wide during their Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com.